Welcome to the Dating Architect Podcast, the number one balls-to-the-wall, zero-BS podcast for men who want to date the kind of hot girls that'll make other men jealous and get all your exes raging mad. Join us and let us help you build your ideal dating life. Hi guys, Jack here, and today I wanted to share with you a different way of looking at women. So most guys see women as these feminine, beautiful, mysterious creatures that they can't figure out. They think women are just emotionally driven, which is true. They're mainly emotionally driven, but there's certain deeper things we have to look at. So from now on, you should look at women as human value detectors. Women's main purpose is to find a man who has really high value that they can get and pair bond with. So what they're looking for is the highest value male that they can personally get based on their looks, youth, and personality. Now, most women look for the same characteristics, the same traits. They're looking for the most confident man they can find, the guy with very high social status or power with the most connections that is intelligent. These are typically the characteristics that they're seeking. But value can be different things to different women. Some women just value the intelligence. These are women that are attracted by intelligence. They think intelligent men are very sexy. They're called sapiosexuals. Other women are attracted to good feelings. So a guy that can make them laugh, that puts them at ease through his demeanor, he'll be very valuable to them. Other women want a dominant man at all costs, and it doesn't matter how he treats them. Other women value drugs and kind of like a thug. So they would typically be attracted to drug dealers based on their childhood and other environmental factors of them growing up. So it just depends on the particular women. But the majority want this high-value, confident, high-status guy. And what they're doing is they're constantly looking at every man's value, and they're filtering it through a primitive mechanism that's left over from about a million years ago that assesses the guy's value. So... Any attractive woman will typically have anywhere from three to five guys that are looking to court her at a time. And she's constantly assessing each guy's value and who would be the most worthy of getting with her. Now, this is important because a lot of guys will get a woman initially. So they'll attract her because they were either very confident, they were a challenge, so they weren't easily locked down. The woman had to do a bit of work to get them. And they had all these characteristics that were very attractive. Well, as they date the woman, these characteristics of the man change. So the guy becomes less busy. He wants to spend more time with her. He kind of forgets what his main purpose was and replaces his main purpose with her. And then he starts getting insecure. He becomes jealous and he loses the characteristics he had in the first place. He loses those high value, attractive behaviors. And what happens? Well, like I said, 
she's a human value detector. So there's low value behaviors like neediness, dependence, want of validation, need for sex, availability, like he's constantly available. And there's high value behaviors like confidence, busyness, dominance, humor, non-neediness, ability to walk away if she mistreats him, pre-selection, so the ability to find other women if she is not acting in a proper way or having sex with him regularly. And she's able to filter all this. So women are constantly assessing the man they're with. Anytime his characteristics fall, her feelings about that man change. So anytime these attractive characteristics start falling, she starts reassessing his value. And I don't want to say it's just one or two things you're doing, but it's kind of like you have a scale. So it, it goes from zero to 100. You meet her, let's say, when you are at, I don't know, an 86 attractiveness level. And that's more than enough to attract her and to keep her. Well, once you start falling below a certain red line, let's say it's 70, well, that's when you start having problems, when she starts being more bitchy, when she starts being more unavailable, when she starts looking at other men and talking with other men behind your back. So let's say you did one unattractive thing. Well, maybe it would drop you down three or four points, but you would still be at 82 or I don't know, 83, you would still be above that red line. But when you start doing more and more needy behaviors and changing your attractive characteristics, what basically got her in the first place, then you start dropping further and further. And once you drop below that red line, you need to basically come back up very quickly in your behavior. But most guys don't do that. Once they drop below the red line, she pulls away. And the guy starts chasing even more and becomes even more needy. And he does even more of the wrong behaviors, which only pushes him into the red zone further to the point where she breaks up with a guy. And all this happens because I, I told you, the guys don't understand that the characteristics that got you that woman in the first place are the characteristics you need to maintain going forward. Once your characteristics drop, your value drops, and then she dumps you. So let me tell you about one of the girls I'm dating now. What really sparked her attraction for me? So she said, this is based off a few conversations I've had with her after we've had sex several times. And a quite recent one, she said initially she wasn't super attracted to me. She was just a little curious and I was just kind of around and she never expected to like me. Now she's really into me. But initially she said I didn't really spark much in her and I believe her she was just kind of like well he's interesting but it wasn't like an attraction or high interest level from our part and I remember we were supposed to go out I think it was our third date and she was running late and she notified me I don't know 15 minutes before the date that she was going to be I don't know 10 minutes late and I have this issue with girls being late a lot a lot of them are late and I always call them out on it in any case, she went over the time she had said she's going to be late and she crossed over with like 15 or 20 minutes. And what did I do? I didn't get butthurt about it. I usually leave in that situation. But when she came in, this is what I usually make girls do. And I've done it to other girls. I think I mentioned it in the podcast, but I basically told her, hey, how are you? You're late. But I said it 
nicely like that. I was like, hey, how are you? I was like looking at my watch. You're late. And she goes, yeah, sorry. I got caught up in traffic, blah, blah, blah. And I just didn't listen to everything she had. It was like a bunch of excuses. And I just said, oh, it's okay. You can buy coffee. And I just looked at her like I was totally expecting her to buy it. I usually make them buy coffee or lunch or whatever it is. And she bought it and she brought it over and she was like, yeah, of course, blah, blah, blah. And then when she brought it over, we drank it. It wasn't a big deal. But now recently she told me, I was like, when did you first really start liking me? And she's like, when you made me buy your coffee. And she was like, it showed you had backbone. It showed that you weren't going to be trampled on or accept lame excuses. She's like, I can't tell you the amount of things I've gotten away with. And it just showed you had a masculine character. That's what she said, masculine character, like a man. You are a real man. So it's things like that. Now, if she continues to be late and I don't call her out on it, well, she's going to think I'm a doormat again. She actually had another incident quite recently where we were supposed to meet up at the movies and I had bought the tickets already because you had to buy them ahead of time. They were like pre-sold. It was like a preview showing, some to that effect. And I paid for them. I told her the time to be there and she was late again. So she didn't know what theater number it was. So she started frantically calling and I didn't even pick up. I just went to the theater. I I got in my seat and she kept on calling and I wasn't even going to go and uh, give her the ticket, but she was calling so many times it got kind of annoying. So I went and I was like, you're late again. And I gave her the ticket and I just turned around and walked to my seat. I didn't even wait for her. I didn't acknowledge her beyond that. And I went and sat in my chair and I sat in my chair and I sat there for half an hour and I could tell she kept constantly looking at me for validation. She came, sat next to me and she was constantly looking to see if I was mad. I just ate my popcorn in silence drank my uh, drink, and I was so chill and laid back and didn't care. And I think 45 minutes into the movie, after I finished my popcorn, I went and reached for her hand, and she was kind of like mad, so she like pushed it away initially. And then I just reached harder and uh, firmer, but not like in a desperate way. It was just like very manly and calm. And I grabbed her hand and I started caressing her hand. And she gave into it. And later I found out that she was really pissed that I didn't answer the phone. I didn't talk to her. And I told her, you were late. And I told her this time, I was like, do not be late again. And she looked at me and I didn't say anything else. And she's kind of like, what, are you going to break up with me or you're going to dump me? And I just looked at her like, kind of like ding, ding, ding. You got it. But it was just my look. I didn't say anything. And then I looked away. I made her understand basically that that kind of behavior is not acceptable, but I didn't do it in a butthurt way. You see, it's never about being butthurt because that's another negative, low value behavior to be butthurt. You never want to be affected emotionally by women. You want to have your standards, you want to have your rules, and you want to respect them. Most guys don't even know what they're willing to accept and not willing to accept from a woman. I'm not willing to accept a woman that's consistently late. Sure, once in a while, everybody will be late, but I tell them all, if you are going to be late, the moment you are aware that you're going to be late, you need to text me. You need to tell me right away that you're going to be late and by how many minutes. And then we can either continue the date, but I know if I can or not, or we can reschedule. But do not just last minute inform me because you usually know ahead of time. But they get away with it with that type of behavior from other guys. 
And there's other things too. I'm not just harping on being late, but if she does something, like let's say if you're waiting to go somewhere, don't accept that kind of behavior. Tell her, hey, we have to go. I'll give you two minutes. And then she can wrap up whatever she's doing in two minutes. And if she takes a long time again, you can be like, all right, well, uh, I'm going to go and wave her off. And then she either comes with you and apologizes or you just walk off and never see her again. Because that's disrespectful, especially if you two are supposed to be going out together. So you really need to understand that they will assess you. So every time you let them get away with some bullshit, they're going to assess, is that a strength or is that a weakness in him? And your, your value will come down. It will come down. So over time, the more low value behaviors you have, the needier you are, the more desperate for a validation or sex or anything you are, she's going to feel it. And once you drop below that red line, your chances of recovering are slim to none. There is a certain point after that red line where you can't turn around. And it's it's really close to the red line. It's It's like hitting two lines very close to each other. Because as soon as you hit under that red line, she's already starting to lose attraction and she's losing it fast. And she's starting to look around for other higher value men. Now, there's another part of this equation where she will pair bond with you. So if you have certain high value behaviors, a woman pair bonds with you, which means she has this kind of like attraction for you it could even be called love by some people, where she wants to be with you for mating reasons. And she's not conscious of this. It's not like she wants to have a baby consciously, but she just wants to be with you because you have those high value behaviors. And the next step is for her to just want you. And she's going to try to lock you down to where you're the person that only sees her. And This is called the pair bonding dynamic one. And this will kind of like lower that red line again because she's willing to accept more low value behaviors than when you're dating because now she's kind of like thinking in a family mode. She wants to be with you for a really long time. She wants to have your babies. So she's willing to tolerate a little bit more of low value behaviors. But again, there's still a line. And if you cross below that line, you're going to get a divorce. You're going to push her away somehow to where she cheats on you or has an affair. So again, there, there's a limit. So the best way to guard against losing the woman or having her think you're low value is to keep your high value behaviors. So whatever attracted to you in the first place, let's say you were really busy, stay busy. Don't see her every freaking day. If when you met her, you were only seeing her twice a week, keep up that pace. Maybe as time progresses over years, she gets a little more, but keep up that same pace. Don't give in and become this low value guy. And how often you see her does play a role, but it's not as big of a role as your behaviors. If you keep up your manly, masculine behaviors that calls out bullshit and is always willing to walk away if she's not satisfying your wants and needs, then you should be fine. But don't look at women like you look at men. Women are very much about how they feel about you. So if they feel your value is very high, whenever they tell you something, they're very likely to keep their word in that moment because that's how they feel in that moment. 
But tomorrow, if they feel your value is low, or if they're mad or upset at you for some reason, they will not keep their word. And it's not based on logic. Women are very much slaves to their emotions. So however she feels in the moment is her truth in that moment. So if she makes a promise when she's feeling a certain way, she 100% believes she will keep that promise. But if a week passes and she doesn't feel the same way, she's not going to keep her promise. She's going to break her word and she won't have any regrets about it or hesitation about it. She won't think, oh, well, I need to keep my word because this is what I told them. No, she's going to break her word completely. She's not a man. She's very much in tune to her emotions. She's a slave to her emotions and how she feels in each particular moment. That's very important. Listen to that again. This is why you can't take a woman at her word like you can a man. A man knows that he gave his word and that's his bond. Even if he doesn't feel like living up to his word or he feels lazy or he's mad, he knows he gave his word, so he'll honor it. A woman will not. She will say something and like I said, in that moment, she 100% feels that way and she's 100% being truthful if she gave her word on something, but then... A week later, she reassesses your value. You did something very, you know, low value behaviors. You got needy and she's going to completely break her word. She's not going to remember all the great things you did or all the good things you did for her or how you did X, Y, and Z or how much she loved you a week prior. No, all that is going to go out the window. Another analogy I use is the lion and the zebra. So if you watch these nature documentaries, you see how brutal nature is. Well, the lion, you know, is attacking the zebra. You can only be one or the other. You should be the lion. You're the male in the relationship. You're the masculine. You are the leader. You should dominate. You should lead. You should know where you're going. You should have a purpose. You should be a challenge. You should respect yourself to where you know what you're willing to accept from a woman and what you're not willing to accept and you should call out bad behavior well the moment you don't and your value drops like you go into low value behavior territory you're no longer the lion you switch to the zebra and a lot of guys when they become the zebra they start begging the woman oh we were so great together the look because of x y and z blah 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 they start talking all this Fluff, basically, it's as though it's equivalent to the zebra begging the lion for mercy. It's the zebra begging the lion, please don't eat me. Do you think that's going to happen? No. It's the same way with a woman. She's not going to turn around and accept your bullshit because she's already assessed you as low value. So the only thing that will save you is demonstrating high value behaviors. And it, that's really hard to do because once you've unveiled yourself as a low-value male, it's hard to put that disguise as, hey, I'm this badass male, back on. That's why techniques can't help you uh, keep a girl permanently. It has to become a part of you. Techniques and strategies will kind of be like this fake facade. But if she sees the cracks in it and she lifts up that veil and sees you're a beta needy male, then 
you're not going to be able to put on the disguise again. It's not going to happen. Because just like when a lie detector, polygraph detects that you're lying, it's the same way with women. They're detecting the value and then they're like, "Uh uh-oh, wait, he wasn't a high-value guy. He's low-value. Abort. Dump. 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 And they dump your ass. So that's how I want you to think of women from now on, as value detectors. They really are human value detectors. And it's nothing personal. Like when they break up with you or they break your heart, it's nothing personal. They're just over you because they see you as low value and they want high value male. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Check out the datingarchitect.com website for more great information and articles on how to improve your dating life. Thank you for listening and please share this podcast if you found it valuable. Share it with your guy friends because I know a lot of them still think of women as this mysterious entity. But it's really easy to understand them once you understand that they're human value detectors. They're kind of just like robots that are programmed to go after value. And this programming is evolution. It's in their DNA, just like it's in your DNA to look at and stare at and be attracted to big breasts and youthful features, youthful face, and a certain hip to waist ratio. You're just programmed to take that in and be attracted to it. Because what are breasts? Just skin and fat, right? It's not logical. I could explain it to you all day, but if you see a pair of breasts, big, beautiful, round breasts, just graze your peripheral vision, you hone in on it like a torpedo. You're there. You're looking at them because it improves your chance of reproduction. It's all genetic code. And women are programmed the same way for a man that's dominant, strong, masculine, has leadership abilities, and has status. So that's what they're looking for.